Hey, what's up guys? This is Lauren Hardy. Thank you for coming to my YouTube channel. Today we are going to talk more about some fears and limiting beliefs, things, real life situations that come up in virtual investing. Today I wanted to talk about what you do when a seller ghosts you. But before we get into that, hit subscribe if you guys like my channel and you wanna keep up with all the videos that I'm posting. I'm posting several a week. I also want to point you to my Instagram if you guys like to be friends and follow me along. My handle is this mom flips. And if you wanna learn more about my virtual wholesaling and investing coaching program, please visit www.thismomflips.com. All right guys, let's get into it. What does it even mean to be ghosted? Okay, so in like the dating world and in the urban dictionary, go Ghosting means when somebody you are talking to just basically turns into a ghost and disappears and never talks to you again. They don't answer your calls, they don't answer your text messages, they don't answer your emails. I like to call it seller ghosting because it does actually happen. What do you do when you are talking to a seller lead and you get a contract signed by them and you are ready, you're gonna do inspections and you're somewhere in the escrow process and the seller just goes dark, completely ghosts you. This actually happens like quite a bit. I know a lot of people that this has happened to say if you're doing enough deals and getting enough contracts, this is probably going to happen to you at one point or another. I just wanted to share with you like what I do. So here's what I do. First things first, benefit of the doubt. Okay. You don't want to go all crazy and assume that like you're being ghosted when maybe the seller was in the hospital, maybe like a family emergency came up. First week I would just send text messages, emails saying, Hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. This is really weird. I haven't heard from you and we're trying to get these documents signed or escrow's trying to get a hold of you or whatever. You know, you want to explain why you're reaching out to them and that you're concerned because you haven't heard back, okay? After week one, the next thing I would do, and this is what I would do if I had a contract with the seller, and this is a property I really want. I wouldn't really do this if it was something that wasn't that important to me. If it's a property, good deal, it's something that's important to you. It, in my state, it is my right to file a memorandum showing that I have equitable interest in the property. So what I would do is I would file a memorandum document with the county showing that I do have a contract to purchase this property. What that does is it stays on title. And if that seller was trying to sell at a later date, maybe to another investor, or maybe they got a better offer, you know, and now they're talking to that other investor instead of you, what have you. Well, when they pull title, they're gonna show that there is actually like, you know, there's there's not clear title on the property and the title insurance company will not give that next buyer title insurance because of that memorandum. So what happens is they then give me a call because the memorandum has my number, it has my name and it has a copy of the contract. They will call me and say, you know, we see this on title, can you get it off title? And that's where then I would kind of go the next steps and, you know, depending on how important the deal is to me, I would either demand that the seller not continue with our deal, you know, and I might even hire an attorney to write an email to that seller saying, hey, this is a valid contract and you're breaching it. That's about what I would do. Often in this situation, I've had it happen a couple times in my career. It's not very often that this happens. Usually what will happen is I will tell the seller, hey, by the way, I'm filing a memorandum and then they start texting me back. And 
But if they really go dark and they still don't text, I usually will follow the memorandum and I will ask the seller, let's keep going with our deal because that's fair. At this point, I probably had spent some money on it already. I'd probably paid for somebody to go out and inspect. So let's, let's be honest and just let's do the deal. And you can take it from that point on. I am not an attorney and I'm not here giving you guys legal advice and I wanna be very clear about that. I am just sharing what I do in the situation of seller ghosting. Now, remember, these are fears, limiting beliefs here. These are things that you might be afraid. What if this happens? It, and I'm here to tell you, it doesn't happen very often. This is like once a year this happens and we're doing heavy volume. It's not all the time, but it does happen from time to time. And that's how I handle it. I do put my foot down. I do get a little firm and you know, I do try to secure my deal. I secure my interest in the property but you know as far as like do I take it to suing a seller you know that's up to like you that if you want to do that that's up to you and what your attorney thinks you should do I'm not here to give you legal advice but that is just something to do and this is something that happens so I thought hey it's it's a fun topic to talk about seller ghosting if you want to share maybe times that this has happened to you, share it in the comments because I'm really curious to see who's gone through this before and what actions have you taken. I mean, I'm sure, you know, everybody else would like to see that as well. So share it in the comments. And again, if you guys like my videos, you like what I have to say, follow me along on Instagram, This Mom Flips. Subscribe to my YouTube channel where I will be posting videos every single week. And if you wanna learn more about my coaching program on virtual investing, go to www.thismomflips.com. Thank you.